Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Number two of the broadcast over on the text line. This texture says, I've never understood how someone can logically believe that we got here via the evolutionary theory, survival of the fittest, and at the same time, believe there's no difference between the sexes and that homosexuality and heterosexuality should be considered comparable to each other. Most species, including humans, would be extinct or would never have existed at all. Vince, you think the movie industry is going to do away with the parental guidance for their movie ratings? May as well. Does anybody pay attention to those things anyway? Vince, transsexualism is just a different type of schizophrenia. Both are mental disorders. <laughs> this texture says, when I was born, they assigned me as a Canadian. I refuse it. I'm Martian. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Some fun little comments there about identity. Well, how panicked are Democrats? Well, they are very panicked. And you'll hear more and more of this as you hear efforts to portray Republicans as extremists and totalitarian. You know, and it's really funny as I especially reflect on a conversation I had with this candidate on Saturday. You know, the reality is. What would any sensible person be afraid of? What would they be afraid of from genuine conservatives and libertarians who want less big government interfering in our lives? What is there to fear? Being left alone? I mean, is that a fear? This is really hysterical. So we had this program the cross connection with Tiffany Cross and a political strategist by the name of Fernand Armandi very much issuing an impassioned plea for Democrats to get involved in the process and to show up because they absolutely have to stop the Republicans these Republicans are dangerous people you see profoundly dangerous people by the way in a good many cases when you're talking about Republican politicians in Washington we're talking about people many of whom are afraid of their own shadows I'm just saying 
Now, I'm making a distinction between Republicans in Washington and other Republicans and genuine conservatives, because most of the Republicans on Capitol Hill are not conservative. To their credit, most of them don't claim to be. But it's pretty sad to watch. And these folks I'm supposed to be afraid of. This is really funny. Uh, I want you to hear Fernand Armandi for yourself expressing his fear and concern about these dangerous Republicans. Listen up. Every election that takes place in this country for the short term, given the tact that the Republicans have taken, which is an anti-authoritarianism, I'm sorry, an anti-democracy authoritarianism party, means, Tiffany, that there needs to be that sense of concern and that sense of mobilization because it's true. We've seen this party become radicalized. We've seen this party completely become unfit for the mainstream and untethered from democracy. And if you turn control of this government over to the Republicans, you are turning over the democracy. Simple as that. Tell the truth, Tiffany, on who the other side is. This is a radical, extreme, authoritarian party that no longer believes in science, that feels books should be banned. Now they're actually banning math textbooks over this boogeyman of CRT in my home state of Florida, and they want to outlaw a woman's right to choose. That's the next step that's coming. Ooh, I'm scared. I'm terrified. Oh, my goodness. This is really pathetic, isn't it? This guy is completely has his panties in a wad out of fear of those Republicans. They're so scary, aren't they? So scary. Which is a great lead-in to telling you about this book story. The Florida Department of Education rejected more than 50 mathematics textbooks, about 40% of those submitted for failing to meet Florida's new learning standards or contain prohibited topics that included references to critical race theory. See, what I think is funny about this, why in the world would you even include that in a math book? This is part of the problem with ideologies like this. They are like cancer. They spread through everything. Even subjects they should have nothing to do with. Like math. In a news release issued late Friday, the Florida Department of Education announced it had disapproved what it said was a record number of math test textbooks, 54 of 134 submitted by publishers. More than half the disallowed books incorporated prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including CRT, while others were not allowed because publishers rebranded Common Core Standards. Boy, these folks are tricky, aren't they? You need to understand here, and, and there are people, well, they're banning books. Guess what? These folks are just trying to make a buck off of selling books. Why should we feel obligated to buy their trash? The titles of any textbooks deemed unacceptable were not disclosed by, late, by state officials. Most textbooks will not be allowed for use by Florida public schools were for students in elementary grades, kindergarten through fifth grade. This is the latest in the effort by Governor Ron DeSantis to aggressively push back against liberal cultural values and woke indoctrination. 
The headline in the news release over the banned textbooks emphasized DeSantis' stance. Florida rejects publishers' attempts to indoctrinate students. Amen to that. I love this quote. This is so powerful. It seems some publishers attempted to slap a coat of paint on an old house built on the foundations of Common Core, indoctrinating indoctrinating concepts like race essentialism, especially bizarrely, for elementary school students. DeSantis saying he's grateful that Education Commissioner Richard Corcoran and the FDOE have conducted such a thorough vetting of these textbooks to ensure they comply with the law. Corcoran, for his part, saying we continue to reinforce parents' rights by focusing on providing their children with a world-class education without the fear of indoctrination or exposure to dangerous and divisive concepts in our classrooms. As you know, Democrats condemning this. Banning books, banning books. (laughs) This is just hilarious. Just absolutely hilarious. A little bit of mixed news coming up. The Biden administration making it possible for more oil and gas drilling on public land. Well, yes, they are. But there may be a catch. We'll talk about it as we continue. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Text line, the big difference between conservatives and liberals, if a conservative does not like something, he doesn't support it or buy it. If a liberal liberal does not like something, he does not want anyone to be able to support it, anyone else, or buy it. The answer to your question about people being afraid of being left alone is that liberals are not afraid of being left alone by government, but are afraid of everyone else being left alone by government and not forced to embrace what they want them to embrace. Democrats claim to be pro-choice, except when it comes to the spending of my income and child's education. Yeah. I'm sure the guy who's ranting about conservatives wanting to be in 
books is all in favor of the Bible being taught in school, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm, we may have a Jesse Smollett type story. Vince, I was jumped by six men with man buns. They wrapped skinny jeans around my neck, poured a soy latte on me, and shouted, This Bodding Country! Then rode off on electric scooters. Jim, out of easily, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> that is kind of comical. Pretty clever. Believe it or not, the Biden administration's moving ahead with the first onshore sales of public oil and gas drilling leases. This announced on Friday. However, it's a big however, reported by the UK Independent. The U.S. government plans to sharply increase royalty rates for companies as federal officials weigh efforts to fight climate change against pressure to bring down high gas prices. So in other words, you can drill, but we're raising the price of royalties. <laughs> the royalty rate for new leases will increase to 18.75% from 12.5%. That's a 50% jump. Are you ready for this? You need to understand. What's happening here? This is a 50% jump, and it marks the first increase to royalties for the federal government since the early, wait for it, 1900s. <laughs> These people just don't stop, do they? Joe Biden suspended new leasing just a week after taking office in January 2021. A federal judge in Louisiana ordered the sales to resume, saying interior officials had offered no rational explanation for canceling them. The government held an offshore lease auction in the Gulf of Mexico in November, although a court order later blocked that sale before the leases were issued. This announcement coming as Republicans pressure Mr. Biden to expand U.S. crude production and rein in higher gasoline prices as the pandemic and the war in Ukraine Royal, the global economy, the Democrat faces calls from within his own party to do more to curb emissions from fossil fuels that are driving climate change. So we're going to obey the order, the president's saying here, but we're going to make these companies pay more. And you know it's going to happen to the costs. This cost will just be passed on to you. We're not stupid. Biggest increase in royalties, the first increase, in fact, since the early 1900s. Just brilliant, isn't it? How many of you were annoyed watching the presidential debates the past few years? I mean, when you watch these debates, it's pretty apparent how biased just about every single one of these moderators have been. It's been horrible. Well, now we have the decision by the Republican National Committee. They voted to withdraw from the commission responsible for organizing the presidential debates. This is kind of a cue from President Trump, who has repeatedly leveled accusations of anti-Republican bias against the group. This is a unanimous vote by the RNC effectively bans its presidential nominees from participating in events organized by the Commission on Presidential Debates. They've been running these debates since 1988. In a statement released shortly after the vote, RNC Chairwoman 
Ronna McDaniel said the GOP would find newer, better debate platforms to ensure that future nominees are not forced to go through the biased CPD in order to make their case to the American people. What do you think about this? Do you agree that it's time to put an end to these presidential debates, having them conducted the way they have been for a number of years now? This going back to 1988. Love to get your thoughts. You can join the conversation. The Ingalls Markets talk line is 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. You have to ask the question, what was in the water this weekend in South Carolina? A couple of shootings of note. An update on one of them, a shooting at South Carolina Mall. The attorney for the suspect charged in this one is claiming his client shot in self-defense. Joanne Price, the suspect in the Columbiana Center shooting, charged with unlawful carrying of a pistol. Bond set at $25,000 for a stipulation he wears an ankle monitor and will be on house arrest. Price cannot go to the mall or interact with anyone involved. Well, that's good to hear. The judge will allow Price to travel from home to work during certain hours each day. And there may be additional charges here. Okay, this is a self-defense charge. Fourteen people were injured during the shooting, ranging in age from 15 to 73. Fourteen people. The 73-year-old is still getting medical treatment. The other victims have been released from local hospitals, or they will be released shortly. Here's what State Representative Todd Rutherford, who is representing Price at his client, did. He said his client was at the mall when two people fired on him. Price fired back in self-defense. Rutherford told WIS-TV, that he and Price think they know why he was attacked, but would not comment further, stating he will let CPD handle that. Rutherford stated there were prior Facebook threats, and the Price has shared the information he has with police, saying this is all unprovoked by him. Called the police, turned himself in, turned over the firearm used in this, and gave a statement to the police department. So there you go. Fortunately, no one killed here. But as we mentioned, 14 people injured in this crazy and then we have this story which is uh, kind of intriguing authorities in South Carolina say they're investigating a shooting at a club in Hampton County nine people injured there the second mass shooting in the state in two days this at Kara's Lounge in Furman 2.30 in the morning so, uh, as I said, kind of makes you wonder, what was in the water in South Carolina over the weekend? A couple of shootings of note. Hopefully, police will get to the bottom of this and we'll get some answers very, very soon. Coming up, an update on this death penalty case, controversial one there, and a little bit of a personal story about the weekend. That and much more as we continue.
Another bit of South Carolina news to report some days ago. We had a conversation about the upcoming execution in South Carolina that is drawing a lot of attention, really nationwide attention. The reason, one of the options for execution, in fact, the option the inmate has now chosen. The Associated Press reporting this prisoner scheduled for execution later this month has indeed chosen to die by firing squad instead of the electric chair. That's the decision by Richard Moore. His attorneys have asked the state Supreme Court to halt the execution while another court considers whether the state's capital punishment methods are constitutional. This is going to be really intriguing, isn't it? Firing squad. A state law that went into effect last year set electrocution, actually, as the default method, adding a firing squad option. Now, correction officials have maintained they're not able to obtain the drugs needed for lethal injection. That's the third method. The department's efforts have included contacting manufacturers, all of which have refused to sell the drugs to the department. The department's also contacted various compounding pharmacists regarding compounding the drugs for the department. Those efforts unsuccessful. Additionally, the department has attempted to purchase the bulk components for the drugs and have them compounded. That has proven to be unsuccessful. So lethal injection is out, and the prisoner has made his choice. He wants to die by firing squad. So firing squad it is, unless the Supreme Court steps in to halt this execution. What do you think about this? This is going to be very, very interesting to see. I mentioned uh, some very interesting conversations over the weekend. One of them, I told you, we'll have a candidate for Charlotte City Council on this broadcast later on this week. This candidate is a candidate who is gay. I don't want to hype this up too much, but I do want to tell you I was profoundly stunned by his articulation of conservative ideas. It's And I have to tell you, it's one of the best that I've heard from anybody in a long time. I'm especially encouraged by his youth. And I think he has something that people would probably like to hear. I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. The uh, conservative credentials. That was on Saturday. Had a very, very good lunch meeting and conversation. And it's kind of interesting because I, and this is rare when I say this about anybody, but I can't remember a single thing that we disagreed on. Not a single thing. That conversation is coming up later this week on Thursday. Uh, He will be a guest on this particular broadcast. I was asking about what was in the water with these two shootings, mass shootings in South Carolina. Fortunately, nobody killed, despite the injuries here. I met a couple of people this weekend. Well, one person I got to know a little bit better. I met this person last year. I talked to two people who have been homeless. 
extraordinary stories. One of them had uh, been functioning in a particular job in another state for a while and had been having some difficulty here and ultimately ended up just parking next to their job place. And, you know, just, uh, just you know, I, I hear a lot of these stories about the costs of apartment and rent. Um, these, these stories are no joke. It's a really challenging atmosphere for a lot of people. But this um, was a pretty extraordinary story. And actually, before that, I talked with someone else. I think this was Friday or Saturday. I can't remember which. It's all run together after a while. This is a younger kid who was basically kicked out of the home where he lived with his parents and spent some time homeless, really several years as a homeless person. It's really... um, quite intriguing to have these kinds of conversations and I think I've told you in recent years as I have gotten out more and interact with interacted with people that I normally would not interact with um, I I'm learning so many things about the human experience not all of them are good things but I can say that there is certainly a greater breadth of experience of humanity for better or for worse But this is um, pretty interesting stuff, to say the least. It's, uh, and I think part of what's, you know, from the spiritual perspective with which I approach life, I know that much of what God is doing in my life is building a greater sense of empathy and connection with people who are not like myself. And I think it's something, frankly, that I've needed to to do for quite some time. I've lived, just very honestly, a very sheltered life, away from things that, frankly, I found uncomfortable. And I found that as I engage and relate with people, uh, frankly, I find many of the stories very interesting, and uh, some of these Encounters and interactions are very life-changing in broadening my perspective of the world that we live in. And hopefully, with ideas and solutions to be able to address some of the things that ail our society. Because there are a lot of things that are causing so many difficulties at this stage of our existence. Love to get your thoughts as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Great Easter weekend, and I hope you did too. It was pretty good, very restful, which was the most important thing. Absolutely. We have a total of nine questions for you. All right. We begin in 1775. Two people were involved in this process to warn of a British attack in 1775. One of them, I think his name is pretty much all but forgotten, but you should know the other name. Uh, I believe Paul Revere is one, correct? Paul Revere. The other person's William Dawes, by the way. And do you remember what that phrase was? Um, 
Is it the British are coming? The British are it coming? It was the Redcoats are red coming. Redcoats are coming. The Redcoats are coming. But uh, you got that one. Paul Revere, the correct answer. 1906 massive earthquake hits this city on the West Coast. 825 on the Richter scale. Um, a very predictable location. What city was hit by this massive earthquake? Uh, I believe that was San Francisco, was it not? San Francisco is correct. Awesome. 1923, this stadium opened up for the very first time, mm. and Babe Ruth hit a three-run homer. In fact, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 4-1. to one. What was the stadium where this took place? Yankee Stadium? Yankee Stadium is correct. All right. 1942, do you know the name of the lieutenant colonel who led 16 B-25 bombers in an attack on Tokyo. I do not, Vince. I'm stumped on this it's one. It's okay. It's okay. I wouldn't have known this either. It's James Doolittle is his name. Okay. 1956, this famous actress married Prince Rainier of Monaco. Who was this famous actress? Hmm. Before your time, I can understand if you don't know this one. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure about this one either, Vince. It's actually Grace Kelly. Oh, okay. Grace Kelly. And let us see. 1968. This one's kind of surprising. You know how many jokes are told about selling bridges to people? This bridge sold to Robert McCullough of Arizona for $2.46 million and moved to uh, Lake Havasaw, Arizona. Which bridge was this? Hmm. I can give you a hint. Yeah, yeah, give me a hint, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say um I think there was a little kids I don't know what you would call it. Nursery rhyme or something that talked about this place falling down. Would that be the London Bridge? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's amazing what hints can push people <laughs> over the edge. You're absolutely right. And you absolutely got this right. Awesome. It was right on the money. London Bridge sold to Robert McCullough, $2.46 million. 1983, this was a very tragic event. Uh, during the presidency of Ronald Reagan, a suicide bomb killed American Marines at the embassy in this location. Oh, um, 1983. I'm stumped on this one too, Vince. What you got for me? It's Lebanon. Lebanon. Lebanon is where this took place. 1989, thousands of students started protesting communism in the streets. These protests led to the government eventually attacking the students in a certain location in June. It got a lot of attention. I think a lot of people remember the man standing in front of the tank. Oh, Vince. Oh. What country was this? Oh, my goodness. Just think of totalitarian governments. There's really uh, one that kind of stands out above the rest. Is it? It's not Russia, is it? You of all. The <laughs> one of two. This is China. China. Tiananmen Square is where this protest took place. And last but not least, 2020. These prices fell to an 18-year low under 1919. 
dollars per barrel. What are we talking about? We talking about oil? You're talking about crude oil prices. Awesome. In 2020, boy, <laughs> only to have those back. Yeah, it feels feels like so long ago, doesn't it? So get a load of this. Of course, we can laugh about this because we're not talking about our kids. Did you hear this story about what happened at a children's snack time at a Michigan school? I did not. A class of kindergartners accidentally drank tequila. Oh, no. During snack time. Oh, no. Ben. Yes, it happened. <laughs> a student brought in Jose Cuervo's ready-to-drink margaritas, oh. and the children thought it was juice. One of the kids felt woozy and a little dizzy after having four or five sips. This was a little bit of a problem. Ready to drink margaritas. <laughs> they were in uh, the little child's backpack, according to the news outlet. Several students drank it. Um, one person had four or five sips from a Dixie cup. Mm. Now, the kindergartners who drank the margaritas told their parents they thought it was juice. And the person who initially brought the drink in knew it was alcoholic. The girl poured it in her cup. She drank it. The girl ended up telling her what it is. She went and told the teacher, there's liquor in this cup. The teacher gave her a funny face. In a statement, school said the faculty called poison control when they learned the children had been drinking margaritas. And uh, everybody's okay here. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Outraged parents are certainly blaming the child's parents who uh, took this in. If your child knows what's in, what's in this, nothing's wrong with it. But they should know not to touch it. Yeah. That's what the message out of this is. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> Just be careful what you drink. Our time is up, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a lot for joining us for the broadcast today. Have yourselves a great day and God bless you. Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 